0: Welcome to the Anonymous Andrew Podcast. Life and the choices we make, the choices other people make. This podcast explores all things as they relate to dating and romantic relationships. Why we ignore, or choose to ignore, or miss the red flags. Red flags like gaslighting, cheating, lying, narcissistic behavior, deception, addiction and so much more join me each week as we continue my journey into the modern dating world with my weekend rants anonymous guest dating stories and experts who share their wisdom so we can better navigate the dating terrain if you are new to the show or have been with me from the beginning hold on tight for the anonymous andrew experience Greetings Anonymous, Andrew with you. Life and the choices we make. Thank you for joining me for another episode. So today we're going to do somewhat of a conclusion of the Twin Flames universe slash cult pod series. For reasons that I'm not going to get into because it'll just bore you um I've done six episodes and um there's some more information coming but I don't have it yet so we're going to take a break we'll do like this is just part one as soon as I get the other information or I have more information we'll open this back up again there are it was brought to my attention that there is a cult called Nexium or there was and there is another documentary you may have heard about it and it's on HBO Max and there's another documentary on Star I think the channel Star or something or Stars anyway today I have a a woman is that joins me from the Facebook group and we talk about not only the twin flames universe but we talk about nexium because there is some slight similarities not at the moment but well anyway you know what i'll let you listen to the episode and you'll hear what we're talking about we'll talk to you on the other side enjoy Greetings and welcome to another episode of Anonymous Andrew Podcast. And this is another episode on the Twin Flames Universe cult. And you know, in the beginning, I didn't use the word cult at the beginning, but the more episodes I did and the more people I talked to, um, there is no doubt in my mind that they are a cult. And today with me, I have a woman named Ellen, and Ellen is part of the Facebook group, one of the group, or both of the group. Well, hello, Ellen. Welcome. Say hi.
1: Hi.
0: <laughs> okay. I am
1: part uh, of both of them, though.
0: You're a part of both. Okay, so there's two groups on Facebook uh, that we know of that, that we belong to that are trying to help people understand and, and the ex-members and the family member. We're, we're, we're trying to support Uh, anybody who has had a Twin Flames encounter, right? I guess is the way to put that.
1: That is true.
0: So Ellen, I invited you on today because uh, out of many of the people that I've spoken to on there, you seem to have a real fire lit under your butt. (laughs) Like you really are passionate about bringing this cult down.
1: That certainly affected me, that's for sure.
0: Okay, so... Tell us a little bit about how you got involved with the group. When, when did you first hear about them, and we'll go from there.
1: I've been fascinated with cults my entire life. Oh, and okay. I don't care, Lottie. Everybody believe their own things and go have your groups. It's the ones that hurt people, and we've all seen from history just how horrible some of them end. And I'm like anybody else. I just never heard of Twin Flames Universe before until I saw that documentary. And I just couldn't believe it. And then I just jumped down that rabbit hole and I can't get enough information on it. But I'm so worried about this cult because if it's not stopped, it's going to be one that winds up in the history books of even more abuse. You know, it's very dangerous. Yeah. Especially um, plans for the future. I mean, it's scary. If if for
0: those who are listening who watched um, either documentary, either the Amazon or the Netflix, you can see the psychosis of Jeff and Shalia. And I don't think you get a, a, a real sense of how deep it goes in him. Uh, while we were in this group, there are other cult. There are actual actual twin flame members that have come into this group, and are trying to defend the group. Uh, let's talk about uh, because I watched another uh, a YouTube video yesterday about brainwashing, about how they actually get you to join and, and believe in what they're preaching or what they're trying to uh, ultimately get your money, but accomplish. Uh, what's your opinion on, I guess, the... the I'm, I'm actually going somewhere with this question. Uh, if you remember the episode I did two weeks ago where the woman who rented a a part of her house out to Jeff in 2016. The part where she talks about Jeff backed her up to the banister on top on her second floor. And she, she thought that he was going to throw her off the balcony, the the banister. I mean, that just tells you even this was 2016 before twin flames even existed. They were just trying to, uh, Jeff and Shalia were just doing videos at that point, YouTube videos, but you could see how, Psychotic, he was, or how. And she said the way he looked at her, he's got this way of looking d- directly into your eyes, and it's creepy, right? It's really creepy.
1: I think he was trying to hypnotize her when he kept saying, We're going to stay living here. You're going to move. You know, right. I, I really do believe he was thinking he had that power over her, but that was downright scary, you know. Well,
0: he was he was asserting his dominance he, he 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 was he was like i'm here now and this is now my home and uh oh god i'm l- sorry luckily for those for those who didn't hear that episode luckily she was able to get them out out um of the house within a couple of months so um okay so you at what point did you join this this facebook group
1: I joined it the second I got done watching the documentary. I literally hung up and went right to Google. And from Google, I went to YouTube and then to Facebook. And sure, I found the first one. And then I found the second one. Okay. uh, It's just, I've learned a lot just reading through them.
0: Yeah, well, there's a lot of information in there. Um, in in those two groups i, I, I found and that's where i found the people to come on except for one person that's where i found people to come on to chat with me uh and and i mentioned this before there were many people uh, including yourself who fed me information about who i might be able to reach out to to come on the podcast but uh i'm not going to mention their names but they declined to come on and make a comment or or even discuss it but they were former members of tfu so uh anyway, I, I I which is I thank you for coming on because it almost seems people are, are still afraid of Jeff and Shalia, you know. I, and and I I mentioned to you and to the group, they started following me on TikTok last week. <laughs> which I yes. Yeah, so
1: You have yourself a new friend now. I have a new
0: friend, although they seem to have disappeared again. So I think they popped on, they follow me and then they disappeared. And that was their little way of intimidating me. Like, Hey, we know who you are. We know what you're doing. But the fact that they unfollowed me means that they, they have no, they're not worried. They're not, I, they know that I'm not going to do anything. I, I don't well, have the power I to bring them down.
1: One mother even, um, that's That's another reason I'm worried now, all right, they say they're worth five million well today's day that's not really much money, but if he continues i I can imagine how much he'll have in ten years from now. That's what um Keith Raniere did from Nexium, Anybody that left his group or anybody that went against them, and I'm talking psychologists anybody. He would think nothing of spending $10 million to take someone down and spend many years keeping people in litigation because he had Claire Brockman as a member and she had endless millions of dollars. She's in prison now for her role, uh, financing all the harm he's done over the years. And uh, uh,
0: Okay, well, let's talk about it next to for a moment. uh for those who are listening, who might not know who Nexium is, and I didn't even know until Ellen told me, tell us a little bit about Nexium and who they were and where they are today.
1: It is that's that is the one documentary that really opened my eyes onto. Not everybody that's in a cult is stupid or not smart; they're easy taken over. They target smart people, people with money, or somebody that can make them a lot of money. And nobody goes out to just join a cult. You no. know, they're joining a good thing at first. And whatever it's based upon, they get what they need. And the second they join it, they're a love bond to begin with. They feel like they found their people, they're learning so much. And they're they're lacking something to bring them there to begin with, you know? And if it's company, whatever it is, and they have all that. But nobody sees the bad until a lot further down the line. And it's usually people that work for them. And this is uh, Keith Reneary is somebody I consider they played games his whole life. I don't know if he even knows what truth means. You know, he just fabricated everything and everybody believed him. I mean, he was a judo champion at 11 and talked and walked at one. I mean, it was just really weird what he claimed he Uh can do the smartest person in the world. And
0: yeah, I think he does. I think he is a genius. I think somewhere that uh, you saw the documentary, by the way, uh, Ellen, the documentary Ellen was referring to. Um, talk, talk, tell us the name it's of the documentary.
1: It's The Vow. And then a the second one was made on the Star Channel um, called Seduced. And like right. I said, they targeted smart people and they wanted famous people. And in Nexium, there was a lot of famous people. And it was an um, improvement group. You would... A lot of people took their main classes and really learned a lot from it and left. It's the ones that stayed in and they convinced to make a career out of it. That's so, what it turned really crazy. So and they
0: I, have, I have... a from what,
1: cult, you know?
0: Yeah, so I, I did not see that documentary yet. Let me just emphasize that yet. Um, but I did watched some youtube yesterday and there is there are people there are ex-members of nexium who are coming out and they're doing interviews on youtube and one of them her name was sarah and she did an interview with a gentleman by the name of michael rosenbaum and you're right sarah and uh i think allison mack and these were people in in Hollywood they were so you you talking about they were targeting people who had money people who were famous people who had status and you I know. Believe, right and exactly and that first course that you are introduced to is called ESP and uh they gave uh, the the podcast or the YouTube video I watched gave two explanations of what ESP stands for. And I did not write them down, but it, it does, it's not ESP in that you and I would it's think executive of.
1: Executive success program.
0: Thank you. That's what it is. Okay. And you join that and you go and you sit in these classes, uh, which they're, they're held at these hotel conventions where you go. And I think you have to stay for 16 days or something. You start off with seven days.
1: Right what people don't understand too that's another point when they you go to a psychiatrist or somewhere you're sitting there for an hour when you go to these group meetings they have you sitting it there sometimes 12 hours right and you're tired you don't eat much you're a perfect candidate to fall under suggestion by doing that and they well, know
0: the woman Sarah that I watched interviewed yesterday, she said the first two days she was not happy about what she was hearing, and she did not want any more part of it. But somebody had convinced her to stay one more day and listen, and it was on the third day that she succumbed to the brainwashing, and that's when they 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 I, she she took the bait or however they whatever the term they used to to reel these people in and she became one of the, the recruiters and she was started recruiting people to come to more and more of these meetings. And from what I understand, you don't get, you didn't get to meet Keith until you, you succeed. You finished the 16 days. You had to achieve some level of something. I, I, I don't remember all of it. And even then you, you, Keith was still like a, he he didn't call himself a god, but he was he was the vanguard, right? That was his nickname, vanguard, the, the, yes. the vanguard, right?
1: Years later, it came down to it was one of the pinball machines he had in a garage at his girlfriend's house. And he used to play vanguard all the time.
0: So that's how he got his nickname.
1: He won't say that is but then oh, his girlfriend okay. said that, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. So this woman, Sarah... Yeah. Uh, I don't remember how long she stayed in. I think it was many, many years. Where she completely, she was an actress, and she gave up her acting, and uh, as as did many other actors. There were other famous actors and and famous people who were, like you said, they were wealthy and they were they were well known, and they gave up everything for this Nexium, including their money. Um, I think. Who was it you told me that had, that helped fund it? Was it Alison Mack?
1: Claire Brackman.
0: Claire Brackman. Okay.
1: Like Seagram seven. And yes, yes. It was her father that actually took his daughters there. And then he got out of it because he thought this isn't right, you know? And, but as they, they had a hold on his daughters already. And all of a sudden there was a big magazine article about Keith Rainier saying he was the a weird cult leader and he just made Claire feel so bad for it and that's how he probably convinced her to make it up to him for the rest of his life, you know, because his father he swore his father wrote that article. But um oh, really he was allowed to get a when he first started that program, he had a whole set of women he had an inner circle, he always stayed in new york they they had they were branched out all over of the place in many states, but only like you said, the elite would get to meet him, but he had a harem of women in the beginning, and he convinced them all to just be with him and to right. accept the other women well and that was, was up,
0: up in now. Albany, right
1: yes, and now, like some of the women said he was. He traded out the old women and went after the younger women. The new now. one, yep. And uh, he played what was that? on each and every one of them.
0: What was that called? There, that So the uh, ESP was one stage, but if you got to go ESP meet Keith... It
1: was the name of the... Nexium was the name of the company, but they were selling ESP. Right. And honestly, I think... Because a lot of people's taken those courses, they were actually really good courses that people took out into their lives and applied it to their work and even succeeded more. You know, it was the women that stayed with him, especially his inner circle. See, Keith had it all. He, millionaire, all the women he could have and wanted. But like a lot of narcissists, it's not enough.
0: They Not
1: enough. It, yeah what they want, and, the, and then it starts getting sicker and sicker and sicker. And Keith took it all away to branding. You know, and Expl-
0: explain to the audience what that what branding means.
1: Well, inside Nexium, there was the top women on top. They, these, Keith convinced them. He, he lied about this all at first, but he had convinced the women to start a secret group. it was called DOS.
0: That's what it is. DOS, right.
1: It was supposed to be a woman empowering group. And (sighs) it turned out, mainly it came down to for, I walked away from it for his own sexual gratification. He was having sex with all of them. At one point, they all had slaves and masters. That was the whole, he started with like five, six women, and then they recruit more, and then they were obligated to go out. I mean, every day they had a turn in names that they were getting people in.
0: Right. So the women in, in DOS had to go out and find more women and to bring to Keith. And uh, at some point I saw where they were showing like a uh, a tree where Keith was at the top. Yep. The next person was, I think, either Claire or Allison, who they termed a flying monkey, which I explained to you earlier. So in The Wizard of Oz, the, the Wicked Witch of the West had the flying monkeys who did all, the, all her dirty work. So uh, I don't know if it was Claire or Allison did the dirty work of getting women to come and be part of DOS for Keith.
1: Before these women even joined the group, they were told they would have to hand over some kind of of documents or pictures that if it ever got out there, it would make their lives really hard collateral period, you know yeah, and that their master would only keep it and under when it first started, nobody believed Keith was in it; they really believed it was just the uh, women
0: Good.
1: and but then every week they had to give more collateral and more collateral. Mm-hmm. And they all believed it was just going to be a women's empowering group. Well, the next thing, they're being told to go seduce Keith. And then they actually had to, it goes as far as even Dungeons put up. I mean, that is really a good documentary to watch to understand how even smart people this can happen to.
0: Right. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, when we see Twin Flames, what's happening to some of the people that are joining Twin Flames, you're thinking of people who are heartbroken, lonely, might be depressed, suffering from a mental illness, or, or, or the desire, FOMO, fear of missing out, they want to join something, and they could be your average everyday people, everyday Americans, but in Nexium, it wasn't like that. You really had to have a status. You really had to have, you had to know somebody or even be somebody to even be considered. Uh, just quickly, we, the branding, they would, so they were actually branded with a hot iron. Is that correct?
1: A quarterizing pen. A
0: quarter, a quarter right. They were no, quarterized
1: Up to like a half hour to do it. The women at first were told they would be getting a tattoo. Right. And they wouldn't know until they were there. And this whole time, this was videotaped also.
0: Oh, I, mean, I didn't know that. Okay. When all
1: this finally blew up, Keith went in front of everybody in the organization and totally denied all of this. He said he had no part of it. But Keith... Always had to have everything rec- recorded and everything on videotape, believe it or not, for future generations to come back because they're going to be making history. Well, they made history all right.
0: But, I certainly did. Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: you know, so, I am so compelled to write them and I know I won't get anywhere, but it fascinates me. He literally had everything he could possibly. Ever want and he had so many people under its control, but yet it just kept getting sicker and sicker and sicker.
0: Okay, let's segue that back to TFU because I believe that and and I we know that there's up to I think you told me up to ten thousand cults in America. So yes. there are. Small cults who are just simply religious people who believe in one doctrine, indoctrination, or something, and and they're they're harmless, although they may they may alienate you from your family, but they make you believe or do certain things. But there, there may not be sex involved, or there may not be labor, or there may not be slavery involved. Right. But these cults, like Twin Flames and Nexium. And while twin flames has is not at the level of nexium yet, I believe be, because if you look at Keith, how what a genius he was, but how stupid can you be to make videos of what he was doing, of, of the branding, probably videos of having sex with these women. Um, Taking documentation, or, and I understood that some of them had to hand over nudes of themselves as collateral. So, like that, that, if if they left or they ratted on him, that he would release the nudes. That's that's what this woman said yesterday. At some point, I think Jeff is going to make the same mistake. I think he's going to get his narcissistic personality is going to get to the point. Where he's gonna need, like you said before, want more and more and more, and it's and and I I do think Jeff is a, is a very how, how do I say this not in a I want to say it in a deflammatory way he's a genius but he's a a, a psychotic n- neurotic psychosis genius criminally insane maybe would be the way to call exactly.
1: him exactly he's just plain outright dangerous they both <laughs> are.
0: They they both are, but Keith, came he got he he was taken down.
1: Ultimately, twenty years, and he's in Tucson, Arizona, as we speak,
0: in in prison, right?
1: And I'm telling this... you, until that verdict was read, all the ex members were so scared because if yeah. he would have gotten out, Keith would have gone after him for the rest of his life. I mean, oh, yeah. one lady just because she didn't want him sleeping with other women and they targeted her right away and he literally ruined her life. I mean, the, the craziness, he could not stand anybody walking away from him and he would go to great lengths to make any and every one of them pay.
0: And that's where I think, so what, what Keith was experiencing was the narcissism and, and, the, and the psychosis was taking hold of his... Like he wasn't thinking smart and logically and rationally and moving into the dangerous area where he ultimately got taken down. And I think that's what's going to happen to Jeff. I think Jeff is going to... So the last that I heard, and I think I may have heard it from you, is that he's looking to buy land now where he is. The... The gathering they were going to have up in Traverse City, Michigan, was it I, yes. again? I, d- he was going to have like a a wedding, a, a wedding. Thank you. And but he couldn't get the permit or he couldn't get the land because ultimately the
1: well, venue he did, but actually people from our one Facebook group, the one lady knew who owned that venue and they contacted them. And then they told Jeff and Shalia they could not have their. Uh... They couldn't use the venue. Right. Right. So now our a lot of our members reached out to all the venues around there to let them know, and ask, "Have you booked them?" And they said no, and they don't plan on it. So.
0: Yeah, but that's not going to stop Jeff. So I, I'm, from what I'm understanding, Jeff is is. Just going to purchase land. He's just going to find. Uh, I'm, I'm sure. I, I actually did Google Jeff's compound um, on, on one of those Google Maps with the satellite, and I saw his house. And there's a lot of property around there. I don't know if it's owned or or if it's for sale. But from what I understand, he's looking to buy property and build on that property because members want to come and live in the compound. And then this is where you and I spoke, I think, yesterday. He wants to produce children, so couples to come and produce the next generation. And that's where you and I and many members in the group are very concerned about these children that are not even born yet, because I don't even know if, if these the partners are even together yet. But over the next year or two, they're gonna all come together, Buy this property, move in and start procreating children. And, and at that point
1: the golden children.
0: The golden children.
1: And he wants his coaches to be making at least ten thousand a month. And that's why Keely on the end only said she made seven that month. And she told herself, you know, that's the first time she actually defied him, you know, to herself. And right. But what he did, he's been looking for property for a long time. And he even wanted them to move up there and live in a trailer and help turn that big farmhouse into a building. They wanted them to do it. But that's what scares me more than anything. But some of the members, you know, are women and women. And they already said for the couples that can't have kids, they'll get a donor. Well, one of the ladies was wanted to pick out her own father. And then on the end, they said, no, Jeff's going to be the only one.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. And then, of course, I think this is pure conjecture, and I'm not alleging this at all. But once if he buys his property and it starts having these people move in and start procreating and these children become young children, you know, eight, nine, ten, God forbid this this... Cult last that long. I can see them passing these children around to procreate with other members of the community. I mean, it's just it's limitless to what Jeff's mind will will go to to create in his mind the ultimate. Uh, although he's never used the word nirvana, but the ultimate what organization he 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 really believes that this is.
1: That they're doing good, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've talked yourself into it. I mean, how he went to bed one night and woke up the next day and put together twenty couples. You know, is because God told them that that was their true flames. Now, you know, and they were uh, all safe, same sex. You know, I mean, that's really crazy.
0: I have a (laughs) sneaky suspicion that. Shalia will have part of what in bringing him down I think at some point Jeff will do something what where where Shalia will become either jealous or she'll wake up one day and realize from from the woman that I spoke to who knew her in high school uh, although people can change over 20 years um I think it's Shalia that might actually bring him down one day.
1: Uh, I do too be because if you look at their earlier tapes, she did a lot more talking. She was involved in it a lot more. Now she sits there and agrees with almost everything he says.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And I've seen a few of those looks she's looked at him when he's told her to be quiet and just now you you could tell she didn't let it go.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I, I I can see her having some part in taking him down but the whole um concept the whole reason we brought up nexium was that these large cults just like you know heaven's gate although they they committed suicide um although although that's a possibility here too i who knows what jeff we don't know I'm really where,
1: where worried about some of the people he's convinced to be Transgender, because oh
0: well, that's another whole people topic. People
1: yeah. that's had surgeries, I'm really worried that when some of them, if they realize that it's not the way they really wanted to go,
0: it'll be too I mean, late.
1: There's yeah. there's lifelong trauma there for all of them.
0: Yeah, well, for a woman who's clearly a, born a, a woman, and to be told by Jeff that you need yeah. to have top surgery. And transform into a male just and so she does it only because she doesn't know anything any better. And then five years from now, either when the culprit is brought down or if she decides it's not for me, she's now lost her breast. She's she's already transgen trans into a male or the masculine energy as they call it. And you're right, her
1: life is ruined. So it's, it's- Jeff is somebody that's really, really dangerous. Yeah,
0: I I agree. I feel
1: horrible for the people in there. and the coaches, you know, I mean, they get abused and then they turn around and then they're the abusers. You know, they really believe they're helping people. I go to the coaches pages all the time and I know I'm not doing any good. I can't get through to them, but I always say... I wish you would really look at what you're participating in. In and- Well,
0: yeah, as you know, there was a couple of Twin Flame members who did come into the Facebook group and try to not only defend TFU, but ask why is the Facebook group bullying? They actually used the word bullying. Why are you bullying us? Um, they're clearly brainwashed to the point where they really don't see what's going on. Because a um, lot of
1: them don't see. You yeah. Know? No. Yeah,
0: well they're 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 drinking the Kool-Aid that, that Jeff is handing out. So um, Ellen, we, we gotta wrap it up. Um I, I would I would like to think that this is not going to be a long term cult. I think, like I said before, Jeff is gonna make the mistake that Keith made. At some point, it's gonna get Wait, his head is going to spin out of control and he's going to make a dumb mistake. Where then, and I do think that law enforcement, I don't have any information on this or intel, but I think they're watching very carefully and they're just waiting for him to make that wrong move.
1: They are because a lot of evidence has been handed over to him already.
0: Yeah. Um, I just think they can't go in and arrest him or anybody yet because it's not enough to. They, they, if you're gonna bring him down, you want to bring him down like they did Keith. They want to bring him down and give him 120 years in prison. If you go in there now and he and he gets off with a slap on the wrist or or, or gets, I don't know, three years in jail with 18 months probation or whatever they call that, you know, th- then he's back out. You know, they got to get they got to bring Jeff down to where he does some serious time, and. That'll be the end of that, hopefully. So,
1: well, I'm going to pay attention to them and pray that day comes sooner than later. If not, that we're going to hear of some horrible things in the future. Oh, I'm sure. Probably yeah, no, this childrens so bad.
0: So as far as as far as the pod series that I'm doing on the twin flames, I'm going to. I I don't want to use the word conclude. I'm going to until I can get more information or I have more people to step forward, I, I do have somebody that might be willing to come on and talk about cults that she's writing a book. Um, I do have another thing going on that I'm working on, which you know about, but I don't want to talk about. Um, so for now, we're going to conclude the twin flames investigation until we can get you the more information until Jeff does something stupid and we can start talking about it. We'll again. have so updates. We'll have <laughs> updates. Thank you. All right, Ellen, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, It's
1: really important what you're doing. The the biggest, the best thing anybody could do is to keep this in the light and not to talk against the people that are involved in it, like making them feel like they're stupid and stuff, because...
0: Yeah, no, no. They're not. We didn't mention anybody. As a matter of fact, I I did speak of the people that we compared the Nexium members to the to the twin flame members they're vulnerable they're lost they're lonely they're
1: they're they're
0: hurting um you know not, not once a,
1: love, you know
0: yeah so um i do feel for them because i this is why my podcast got started i a year and a half ago left a relationship that i thought was my twin flame and i don't mean that in the tfu sense but i thought she was my soulmate and it turned out that she was anything but you know, and it it broke my world, but I didn't go running to an
1: organization.
0: (laughs) So anyway, you know, um,
1: it's I went back and we can all relate what's happened to you because it's happened to most of us somewhere throughout our life, you know, and it's horrible. It happens. I've always promised people if it doesn't work out, I'll tell you first, you know, it's all anybody wants is respect. And then when people go off and are doing all this stuff behind your back, it just turns to a whole nother level of... Yeah. I don't want to swear on here, but, you know, I don't You know. can swear. You can swear. <laughs> <laughs> but I hope it well, never happens to you again, and I'm sorry that happened to you.
0: Well, thank you. and and But to the, to the point was, is that I did what I thought would be helpful for me. And one was to go to therapy and continue to go to my 12-step program. But I started a podcast to talk about it and to let other people know about this. And this is why we're doing – this is why I jumped in on, on the pod series. You know, when I joined the group, a lot of people wanted to know what my agenda was. Why Why do you want to do a podcast on this? And I said, only to keep the conversation continue, to continue right. going the more we talk about it the more it's, the words and i know netflix and amazon they did their thing and and you know that's already a year and a half old or whatever it is but that that's going to drift into the background and we we're, we're going to forget tfu exists and they're going to keep doing their thing in the background exactly. we got to keep talking about it and the more we talk about it the more i'm like i'm hoping this woman uh, Alice and, Alice Hines, who did the article in Vanity Fair and who, yes. who was in the Amazon. I hope she does a follow up article. You know, uh, a year from now or something. We just we got to keep talking about it. That, that's what I'm saying. So,
1: it's, well, this cult is it's not that much different than others. But what's really got everybody is how he's had people transgender. You know, I mean, yeah. that's just a whole nother level of craziness. You know, yeah.
0: and, and there's things that we don't even know that, that haven't been revealed yet. I'm sure there's so much more going on there. Especially that
1: especially with Jeff, he's he, like you said, I do believe his wife will have. She's going to have enough of him too. Down yeah.
0: the line, that, well, yeah, I, I, again, I don't I think think
1: down the line, he'll probably want more wives. I wouldn't be surprised.
0: I, I. I... I don't disagree. <laughs> My dad. That's where I think he's going to make that mistake and he's going to go the way that Keith went and that will ultimately bring him down, but it might take another couple of years. I, we'll see. But I, I do predict that he will, he will not be around in the next five or 10 years or, or TFU and hopefully nobody will step in and take over his shoes or fill his shoes, as they say. So,
1: well, you know, he have those companies just don't, Hurt people, don't be committing crimes and doing lifelong damage to people. You know, they could have ran their business up and up.
0: I I said that in the last episode. I was talking to Alana McKenzie, and I said, "Look, I, I uh, might have been somebody else, but I, I said, if you want to create a company and start selling courses on how to better yourself and how to find your twin flame, that's fine. And and if you want to call yourself Jesus, that's fine. But when you start crossing the line into uh, slavery or, or, or making people work for nothing and the transgendering and possibly hurting children, we don't, I'm not saying they are, I'm just, we don't know what's to come. There's, I think there's a lot more to be, yet to be revealed that we don't know about yet or or he has planned and it's only going to, only going to blow up so ellen thank you for coming on tonight i know it was last minute notice um
1: this will be happy you're doing this and like i said it's important to me that he's taken down and it is so many other people because this is it's sick and it's dangerous you know all
0: right well you keep feeding me the information and i'll keep trying to do what i'm doing this will air tomorrow so to the people who are listening we're recording this on uh Monday, February 26th, and happy birthday to both of my, I have two boys. One yesterday was his birthday, and another one's tomorrow, so. um.
1: Oh, wow, that's yeah. weird. Yeah,
0: I, <laughs> I got three, actually three boys, but two of them were born two days apart, so.
1: Wow, first uh, time I've heard that, wow. Yeah, okay. yeah,
0: so. All right, Ellen, we'll talk well, to you in the group. And,
1: nice talking to you, and I look forward to talking to you again soon.
0: All right, have a good night. I would like to thank Ellen and the entire two Facebook groups on Facebook. I have done seven episodes on the Twin Flames Universe cult. And this would not have been possible. Actually, I'd like to thank Laura Jenks, who got me started on this. She contacted me, oh, maybe two months ago. And brought brought my attention to the Twin Flames Universe cult and the two Facebook groups. And then I joined, and I'd like to thank Jamie and Jill and Ellen and Franklin and, oh gosh, I can't remember. There, There has to be a dozen, if not 15 or so, people who have contributed to this series. Some of them wish to remain anonymous and some of them as you know came on the podcast and spoke with me and some of them spoke behind the scenes feeding me information. I actually got a gentleman to come forward and gave me some really good information but I just couldn't do anything with it. I was able to find Jeff's friend from Hawaii when he was uh, in Hawaii. Um, Not going to mention his name, uh, but I did reach out to him and he did not want to come on the podcast. But I, I have done digging and research and lots of contacting and I've reached, at this point, the end of what I can do. I am still waiting on more to come hopefully Um, if not if I can't get anybody else to come forward or more information I may look into another cult but I'm going to just leave that as a teaser for now I don't want to say anything yet because I don't have anything to say (laughs) okay it's monday it's nine o'clock at night and i just finishing finished edit let's try that again i just finished editing the episode i just recorded so it has been a very long day so i am going to say goodbye and before i do i'd like you to take two minutes and go down to the bottom of your apple podcast page if you're on apple and leave me a review and if you're on spotify you can leave each episode a review and tell a friend if you are interested in cults not in like joining one but in talking about them and being part of the discussion that may take them down one day uh please feel free to reach out to me and share this episode with somebody that you might know who also is in the same boat. And as always, I close each episode with, I urge you, I beg of you, that if you're getting into a relationship, watch for those red flags. Since I started this podcast, they were called Red Flags. In the past year, those flags have been given so many different colors. There are now beige flags and orange flags and yellow flags. And I'm going to have to now do an episode on the colors of the flags that are the warning signs in a relationship. It's just amazing. Why is it so freaking complicated? I don't know. But please, I urge of you to think before you jump into a relationship. Were there any color flags other than green that you may have missed or you saw but ignored? And on that note, I'm going to say goodnight and we'll talk to you next week.